Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to a very midfield podcast. You're about to listen to three Americans explore Formula One very badly, but hopefully very entertainingly. Now just remember, nobody endorses this, and Nick, Boba, and Colberto are solely and completely responsible for any of the really, really ridiculous opinions expressed here. Enjoy. www.rats.com, buy some fucking rats! Well, rats. there, you can you can fuck Aki or you can buy rats. Uh, rats. So there, there rats. that is. It's uh, oh, 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 oh. Ooh. I, I was I was burned out from yesterday. So, so it's a very it's a really good one. It's a very high noon podcast brought to you by Midfield. Wait no, a minute. Hold on. Let, let me let me pull back the curtain uh, for the folks at home right now because when we got on this, we do a little do a little pregame before. Uh, doing the recording where we just sit around and talk and talk about how unprofessional and unprepared we're going to be for this. Yes. Uh, during it, Nick crew, uh, an egregious mistake. Oh he yeah. It was horrible. high noon before he <sighs> could record cracking his high noon. So don't yeah, worry, dear was, listeners. Yeah. Nick realized the faux pas immediately ran through his domicile to his ice cold fridge to grab a second high noon so he could crack it for you all. This is how made with, he is to high made noon. With, made with real black cherry juice. High noon sun sips. Only 100 <laughs> calories with no added sugar. Gluten-free. A delightful way to begin your podcast experience. A reminder that this podcast is not, in fact, sponsored by High Noon. <laughs> but if yet. you would like to change that, High Noon... It's, it's listen every 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 second listener listen please listen to me now hear my words heed me i need you to go to www.highnoon.com and submit to them under their contact us tab submit to them a letter saying please sponsor my favorite podcast it's a good podcast they like your drinks sponsor yeah. them Every yeah. second listener. You know who you are if you're every second listener. <laughs> look to your left. Look to your right. One of you is going to contact High Noon. <laughs> look, we're going to do this high school style. I'm going to I'm gonna pause, and I just want everyone to count off one, two. So just, I'll give you, just go ahead. You got it. It's all on you. We believe right. in you. There you go. All right. If you pulled a two, go to the go to the website. If you pulled a one, go, go to, to the website. Because maybe. Has a company ever <laughs> put a restraining order against a podcast before? Because I think we're heading in that direction. <laughs> Look, it's I don't want their money. I just want them to say, like, yeah, here's this podcast. You they just drink want high them to say, please and, stop. I just, I just want them to tell us to fuck off. Is so this like North it. Korea where we're just trying to get them to acknowledge that we're a sovereign <laughs> podcast? Look, did we ever think that Lando Norris was going to come onto this podcast and end your suffering? No, we didn't. We just wanted him to be like, who are these weird people and why are they talking to me? Because then we're this on Lando Norris's Facebook get. or you know, Instagram you know, or Twitter live, or whatever. We live in a portion of his head now. Yep, there you go. We just all we want is to not be homeless. So, <laughs> trying to get uh, some room for space, race. baby. No, there, there was there was there's not there's never been a race. So race no, man, this this orange this army of orange flare wielding psychopaths yeah, couldn't see dragged anything. Max and nineteen other people and also some F one teams to the Netherlands and forced them to drive cars fast. <laughs> Through through, through the sand dunes, 
through the and sand. Yes, we have paved the sand dunes. You will now drive cars on them. I, I feel like whoever designed this track was like, it'll be super cool. It'll be in the Netherlands. It'll have like a bank turn on. It'll be all, there's all this great stuff. And they're like, so, wait, where do people pass each other? And they're like, oh, and they just ran right. out of the room. Fun fact, fun fact, Zandvoort is like a very, very old track. Prior to last year, do you know the last guy who wanted Zandvoort? Oh. Is it Max Verstappen? The prior to last year, who is the guy who wanted Zandvoort prior to Max Verstappen? Um, I'm going to say year? it was uh, Max King Verstappen, Louis the fifteenth. It was Nicky Lauda. It was oh Lauda. wow! Oh wow! Yeah, Zandvoort is a track with some history. So, uh, and back then, it did not, in fact, have bank turns. There's your there's your track fact for the day, brought to you I'll, by Bobo.com. I'll, I'll say this about Zandvoort. I said it about uh, Spa the other day, where Spa is like one of my favorite tracks just to watch cars go around, especially yeah. going through a Rouge. Uh, Zandvoort is a fun track to watch cars go around oh. if, if you took away all of the ability for the cars to be competitive outside of a single turn. Yeah, if you were just watching like one laps, single laps, totally different. Would would be would be something wild, but as the spectacle of an F one race goes, it's it's not spectacular. It's up there with like let's say Monza or uh, Monaco and like Paul Ricard and nah, Paul Ricard's way worse. I shouldn't say that. Um, yeah, the 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 older tracks that are smaller and have with issues with modern cars. So let, let's play some jazz here with this one because the race itself was to go through with the lap by lap analysis. There's not really a lot to go through lap by lap. No, so I think no, there's, there's a couple not. of key events in this race that are uh, are notable, but we can kick it and off painful. at the very least. Breadful. So they're breadful, as the as the French would say. Uh, uh, I think that they're great. Uh, but we no, can no, talk no about they that. are not great. Nothing here was great. Oh man, take those words back. Very excited. So let, let's kick it off, though, with uh, qualifying, or at least the grid for the race start. I don't know if there was a huge difference between the Q3 and the grid, but uh, way, I got the quality results through. right here. If, if you want to go inverse order through that, and then we can hit yeah, up the so starting grid. Starting off in dead last, no points for guessing. It's Nicholas Latifi. Oh, what? Uh, no way! By, Followed by Seb, who had a bad quality session. Uh, K-Mag in front of him. Danny Rick and Valtteri were all knocked out in Q1. Quick Q2. interject. Quick interject. Since we since we don't have you know a lot to say about the race, I, we yep. can just I think take our time here. I know Seb has not had the best time with quality, mm -hmm. but like I was really surprised to see him knocked out 19. Oh yeah, I, I think, think he's I, just he's it was hurting. He's pulling. The, he's pulling. The, he's pulling the, uh, a Kimmy from last year. Did you see you when Hackenden came out of retirement just to burn uh, Vettel a little bit on Twitter, where he's mm. like, "Yeah, when I said that I was leaving before the end of the season, it was very hard for me to drive well for the rest of that season because I was just thinking about leaving." Damn! <laughs> wow. Where it's like, Mika, where were you for the last ever? Now you're here ah. again, making Seb sad. Yikes! Yeah. I was I was also really surprised to see uh, Danny and uh, Valtteri. You know, I'm not surprised, surprised to see Danny, Danny at this point. Yeah. True, Valtteri. Sorry, I think is Valtteri's had better pace though. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. 
with yeah, uh, with him, but you know, Alex Anywho. Albon, unfortunately, after his uh, rocket run last time, could only get P15 in this. Uh, still qualifies as a teammate. <laughs> oh, uh, but yes, you, Alex uh, Albon, his 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 qualifying was not in any way interrupted, was it? Oh no, no, it certainly was. He had a perfect well, run. Of course not. Uh, nobody could have gotten in front of him and impeded his progress in any way, shape, or form. Or, or, well, but could they? I think I think something could have happened, and if that person wasn't a person, wasn't in fact an orange road player tossed under the track. Oh, oh, who would do that? We're watching Q2, oh, and uh, Albon heads out into the track alone. And first guy, first guy out in Q2. It looks like uh, there's a different run order or run strategy for Williams <clears throat> in going into Q2. Uh, then the session just gets red flagged, and yeah, only guy out of the track just fucking stops. He is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he is coming around the final bend to start his flying lap. Oh no, he's on the back half of the track. He's nowhere. He's not. He's not. Uh, uh, he's not quite to the the final. Oh, second. Yeah, but he's, he's warming like the tires up. He makes a comment at the time that like there were a lot of birds uh, on the track, yeah. and there were there were just seagulls that did not that's, care. That's another thing. That's that. This is on a slightly more lighthearted note. Turn seven at Zandvoort is where the fucking seagulls hang out. Swear to God, it they comes. just stand. They stand within inches of the running uh, of like the curve. The, the, the curve where these guys are tossing it hard as shit, and they don't care. These birds, in fact, do not care one single bit. Oh, yeah, you just go, you just go real fast. People do not care about anything around them other than, you know, unless you have bread. There you go. (laughs) So, look, I'm just going to put this out here. I'm looking at my audience analytics right now. Why? And there is at least one of you. There is at least one of you that is in the Netherlands, in (laughs) North Holland. You! And okay, I am so gonna. I'm, I'm telling you yeah. right now. I, I don't think you did it. I don't think you did it. I'm not trying to point the finger at you <laughs> and say it's your fault. Man. But you got to get out there and you got to. You, I'm telling you, you got to. You got to. You got to fucking put the screws to this guy. Are you you got to go out there. Street justice in you, the Netherlands. No, don't don't beat him. But go out there and have a. St- if you see him and he's enjoying his pomace mayo, Shame go him. out Shame there and him. put your finger in his mayonnaise and say, "Naughty, you know what you did." Shame Naughty. that man. I think Shame. he went to jail. He yeah, he probably did. It's not enough. I don't think they give you fries and mayo in jail, do they? They probably don't. It's Dutch jail, so maybe they do. Maybe I don't know, do. I don't know anything maybe about Dutch like, jail. Maybe it's like Norwegian and or Swedish jail. I don't... I just hear really good things about those two. Well, when you see that person's friends at the bar, tell them, hey, your friend is really very unkind, and that was extremely rude and disrespectful. To that you very nice Thai boy. He's to the, a good to the, boy. To that very nice Mr. Alban who was just trying to drive a car. On the real, if you're if you, like if you're listening to this and you're one of those people that fucking lights flares and tracks, stop it. Fucking stop, stop it. it. Get some help. That it, shit is wrong. Was, Don't so fucking do that anymore. It's it's very strange because um so I've been watching I'm the closet is not the way. It's kinda like F one's a closet. I am a big Moto GP fan. Uh and in Moto GP there have been flares for a long time. Yellow flares to uh, support Valentino Rossi. And okay. that was already kind of... They had the Yellow Army way before the Orange Army ever existed. The Orange Army well, is a bad copy of the Yellow Army. I would, I would argue okay. the Orange Army has existed longer than the Yellow Army because it's based upon the Netherlands' love for the color orange. 
well, uh, which they used during World War II to symbolize their resistance. That that's you know what great useless fact, but they weren't at a racetrack with light and road flares. So are are they no, resistant they to being up. are they resistant to being good fans at sporting events? Because that's apparently yes, indeed. That okay, is in fact a fact. It, it was already kind of bad at GP races when you'd have them in a you know, at an Italian track, and you just have this acrid yellow smoke kind of wafting over the circuit, uh, and you have riders going through that. So it was just, man, these guys are really passionate, but I really wish they'd stop with the flares, and it must suck to sit in the section that they're in. The, yeah. uh, the Verstappen no joke, fans, dude. though, not content with being called a discount version of the Rossi Army, uh, decided to up their butthole game through Bro. throwing... Fl- I have mm. never seen a flare thrown onto a track flag Bro, What the heck? What happened twice, theory. didn't it? It did. It happen. did. In one of the section, one time it was, it actually landed on the track, and that was from like a general audience bleacher, you know? Yeah. Relatively and cheap seats. I've seen the video on, uh, on Reddit. And like, to yeah. be fair, like, I, I say most of this in jest because the, the guy throws the flare and he's surrounded by a bunch of dudes wearing orange shirts who look at him like they're about to beat the piss out of him. Yeah. So, he's like, ruining the thing they came to see. Yes. Like, I get, I get it. I'm, I'm making an overgeneralization for the purpose of comedic effect. I know that if you're from the Netherlands, you're not automatically uh, a that guy had a lot of beer out, poured on him and, and <laughs> good. Was treated very poorly. Good. Great. I'm glad yes. no one beat him up, but still, he deserves to be deserves censured to and be shamed. shamed. You should be shamed. But if you're listening the, to this, you're that was bad. If, and you you ever, feel if bad. you've ever seen, if you've ever seen Game of Thrones, the scene where they, they <laughs> shame the lady through the street, shame like that, but shame. slightly better. So it it well at least it looks like through the weekend they didn't you know sexually harass women and uh, start like the worst things of all time in the stand. Yeah, hey, don't do that either. Also, you know what? Instead of don't do that at a sporting event, how about just don't do that at all? Just don't. Here's a tip, Netherlands. Here's a tip for you. They curbed the racism and the women hate and the hammer. No, no, that was this year. That was this year at the Red Bull Ring. Yeah, in Austria. Yeah, that was Austria. Oh, that was this year. So I guess when they came back to the Netherlands, they were like, curb your enthusiasm. And they did a little bit, but then decided to actually materially screw with the actual sessions. Yeah, track track limits GP, probably because they couldn't see the fucking track for all the uh, smoke. I mean, goddamn. Well, at any rate, um, this ended up really borkifying any attempt that Albon was trying to be a hero with since it screwed up. Yeah. Uh, they're very precise when it comes to qualifying about what tires they put on when. And he was heating up those tires, but by the time the the session was literally red flagged, so he has to go back in and swap tires again. Yeah, no, yep. he was getting the tires warm. He was his tires are cold. God. Yep. Yeah. And he was he was out in clean air. He had no traffic to worry about. He was going to be unimpeded on his on his and lap. That car is very and... slippery when it's unimpeded, and it he never got to really show its its uh its stride in yeah. that session, which was unfortunate. Um, Zhou Guan Yu is in front of him in P14. Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon taking 13 and 12, which isn't ideal. Uh, mm. Pierre Gasly ends up picking up a P11. Uh, Lance Stroll ends up getting P10 for Aston Martin. Mayhaps. Mayhaps. Y- Yuki yeah. of the Tsunodaverse in front of him. Tsunoda, yeah. that's right. <laughs> uh, Man, this Bose, I'm sure that this is going to make Boba very happy. It in does. In 8 
is I'll Mickey say it. Say the line, Schuster. Bart. Yes. Here comes the Schuster. Yeah. He's gonna die. Uh, Mando the Lando Norris, please come on here. I don't want to keep drinking milk like this. Uh, is in P7. I haven't in added him, him on Twitter in a while. George <laughs> Russell in the Silver Arrow. Uh, Sergio Perez wrapping up P5. Lewis, champion of the Hamilton, is in front of him in P4. Starla signs next to him on row two in P3. In the front row, your protagonist of the novel. Shaw Leclerc in P2 and Max Verstappening in P1 to the Which... delight of the orange people everywhere. I have to say, pretty damn close. Two, yeah, about two tenths of a second separating yeah. uh, Verstappen and Leclerc. So yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a lot better than last good. race. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah he, he he put the DeLorean away for this race. <laughs> well, you know, it would have been really dangerous because if Leclerc had gotten pole, he would have done uh, exactly nothing with it other than lose oh, it. So... <laughs> I would like to once again bring up the fact that statistically, Leclerc is the worst F1 driver in history. <laughs> Just saying. Thank Just you for sad. your time. Just sad. Just sad. Anyways, moving on. So, so this, then we the get to race day. A race. Yeah, so we should get to race day. Race day. Race time. Race. So, man, uh, who wants to be mad first? Chronologically speaking, it would be me and Boba who would be mad first. Yeah, why don't you guys take it away being upset? Yeah, here I am being upset. Hey, 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 Boba, if you yeah, were the man. team principal of Haas... And, if, and if you're, my name was Gunter Steiner and I was if, both somehow Italian and German. If you were Haas McBobington from Germano, Austria, Italy, what what would Wait, you do? If, with, if, if, if I was Scooter McGoFast? Yeah, Scooter McGoFast. Hey, man, my name's Scooter McGoFast and I'm, hey, I'm the Haas Gene team. Haas said, fire that other guy from Europe. He ain't know what he's talking about, so now I'm here. I like I like V8s, man. They're cool. Mm. Um, if would you would you <clears throat> would I would you start your driver on softs for a race where everyone else seems to be doing one of two strategies for their starting tire being either softs or mediums. Yeah, and I assume would... we're referring to. It would depend because I apparently now have one driver down. Would you start him? the points? Well, if everyone else in the points, if everyone else is on softs, and it's hard to pass on the track, maybe maybe you'd put him on mediums. Maybe, maybe, and then and then and then run a little long. Maybe yeah. Would that like would that be the idea here? Yeah. So you run just a little bit longer than the people on the softs. Because yeah. you're on a medium tire compound, and it's gonna yeah. maybe last a little longer. So, so naturally, you would you would then bring your driver into the pits to swap out his mediums for softs before the people on softs come in to swap their softs. Yeah, for yeah, I get what you're saying. And then instead of bringing him in to swap to a different tire compound. I would just swap to the same tire compound. Again. Oh, that's even smarter. Yeah, yeah. Just and bring then, him in after 14 laps 
and put the same fucking tires yeah. on the car and yeah, watch him and then, drop from eighth to fourteenth oh, or farther. The most important part. You forgot the most important part of this, which is the pit stop has to take. This is the actual time stopped, right? It has to take no less than eight seconds. Yes, absolutely. Yes, winning is bad. Don't do that. He had two Don't bad do that. pit stops in a race. One of them was eight seconds. The other one was almost as long. Boba quit. Boba, that's it. Boba's out. He just he threw his headset off. He's done. He quit the podcast. I Thanks, Gunter. You ruined my podcast. I am upset. It it was. They talked about it afterwards, where like it was a shit showing, and they need to screw their heads on straight, especially after they photocopied part of the Ferrari. And well, they also photocopied the wrong part of the Ferrari. Yeah, they photocopied the fucking they, they pasta strategy, 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 strategy time. Photocopy that one. Do we need all that? They're really good at this whole strategy thing. Look, I'm a so what, dumb, dumb. At the end of the day, I do not know why they pit their cars so early and why they pit their cars so badly. Why? Like, okay, I get but it. One of these is excusable, which is the bad pit stop. They had a failure with the front jack on the first yeah. pit stop. Yeah, okay. The second Look, one is kind sure. of inexcusable, but that's neither here nor there. By that point, he was out of the points. But the, um, but the other thing is, if, if they had pitted him like reasonable race-driving human beings... Then the jack screw up might not have been such a big deal. Like it, yeah. If it know. had been like eight laps later, after they the everybody else had already put in, and you know he was still in the points because he started on mediums, like fresh mediums. Oh yeah, this is, oh that makes oh, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you ass. <laughs> big mad, I'm large upset. mad. There's a bit of upset of upsetification going on here a um, little bit a touch a skosh and, and for for what it's worth just to let you know the off the line there was not a lot of uh crazy action going on um the front guy stayed the front guys going yeah. through all the turns it was pretty uneventful um to go into other events during the race though uh let me walk you through one japanese man's day ho, ho, where ho, 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 ho. All, all of us all of a sudden uh, you're, you're, let's say your name is Buki Hunoda driving forward team, and uh, you're going around a track. And all of a sudden, you start feeling uh, that the car's having some issues. You've been driving for a little while, you know what you're doing, and you're like, man, it certainly doesn't feel like these tires are secured correctly. So, Sunoda radios in and goes, uh, hey, tires aren't fitted, tires aren't fitted, and pulls to the side of the track uh, to stop the car. Keeps the engine running. His team gets back to him and says, tires are fine, keep going. So, okay, at this point, the driver thinks there's something wrong with the car, he thinks it's the tires. The team looks at the data from wheel guns, the, you know, the Oracle on the top of the mountain, whatever it is, and go, Amazon Web Services, baby. Yep, so Jeff Bezos calls him up and says, hey, guess what? Tires are good. Yeah, tires are good. He gets back onto the track slowly, because he's still feeling that there's an issue with the car. He pulls into the pits uh, on that same lap, just goes straight in, and goes into his box. I think he's ready to leave, but they swap out the tires on his car, they put a, a 
set of softs on it, I think. Scrub softs, yeah. And they start giving him like a tuggy in his cockpit, it looks like. There are two engineers over just hands in his cockpit. I don't know if they were fit, messing with the seat belts or they were actually trying to boost his confidence with a rub and dash. But so, I was going to so say that, hands in his cockpit whole, and inside the car, too. So yeah. the whole seatbelt thing, right? The whole seatbelt thing is that Yuki, when he was stopped, said, I must now leave car and then needed. He, they were like, oh, no, you don't, you he, little he bastard. Did, he had partially undid his seatbelts in the car. Oh, okay. So they had to re- re-seat them for him so he wasn't jangling yeah. around. So anyway... They do all this stuff. It's a very long pit stop because of the rejangling of the harness. They release him again onto the track, and when he gets onto the track, uh, immediately reports that there is something seriously wrong with the rear end. It's squirrely. It's just not playing nice. And they're like, okay, fine. Stop the car. So we reach this moment in the race where Tsunoda reports an issue. He stops. We think, oh, man, this could be exciting. We're going to get a safety car at a weird time. The team's like, now nah, we're good, homie. He pulls into the pits, pulls out again. <laughs> and the next lap, we get, like, Groundhog Day, where Sunoda's like, hey, the car's broke. And he just pulls over, and we get the safety car that we we avoided in the previous lap. You promised well, us a safety car. The best part was he pulls over. He calls, and he's like, the car is broken. And the pit wall calls and says, hey, man, you're not going to believe this. Your car's broken. He's like, yeah, yeah. Weird. Hey, doctor, I got, I, I had brick fall on my face and, and I hurt. Nah, man, you're, you're fine. You're fine. And then you show up to the, you show up to the hospital with blood all over your face. They're like, nah, you, you, I don't know. You, you tighten your seatbelt. You're fine. Whatever, dude, get out of here. And then they call you later and they're like, Hey man, we did an x-ray and uh, your face got hit with a brick. <laughs> like, hey, Oh, I'm so glad you called me. I never would have known. What was wrong with it? It was something with the back end. It was was it like a yeah. I don't. It wasn't gearbox. Did. It was axle. Was it was an axle they or suspension issue? It was back. I know it was back end related. Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly what. They're giving that tuggy man. Didn't pay attention to the back end. Unreal. It, it, wow. It was a strange one. And Sorry, that's bad. That's bad. Don't make it. Don't. That's fine. Cut that out. Get rid of that. Philly, please. I'm not a no, degenerate. Philly, he's going to leave it Philly, in. He's going to leave, he's gonna leave it in. Just leave it right there. Just leave it where it was. He's going to clip it and put it on a loop, and that's going to be the rest of this podcast, is me saying that. They're giving him that tuggy, man. Didn't pay attention to the back end. Unreal. Wow. They're giving him that tuggy, man. Didn't pay attention to the back end. Unreal. Wow. They're giving him that tuggy, man. Didn't pay attention to the back end. Unreal. Wow. Yeah, it was it was a weird moment, and everyone was confused. I think none more so than Yuki. Uh, but it ended oh, up. Oh, huh, huh. Yeah. Wait until wait until somebody's PTSD kicks in. Oh, oh no. So Nick, actually, do you want to take us through uh, the? Well, I got a name for it, but it'll give away the ghost. So, how about the you? Life watch? and times of blank. No, no the, see, the, look, the, look. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Zandvoort is uh, what they call a strategy race, much like Monaco. As Boba said, Zandvoort's an old track. Cars have grown. Things are different. It's hard to overtake, except for on the straights. So you don't get a lot of passing. So people have to do undercuts, they have to do overcuts, they have to do some kind of strategy-related thing to kind of kind of get the edge and get out in front. Um, 
Mercedes, my guys, my Silver Arrows, my my AMG crew, they got none other than Lewis factory tires. We the still back at the rise, Sir Champion Hamilton Lewis of the world fans in P1, followed by up and coming anime protagonist Georg Roussel. P1, P2, Mercedes, P1, P2. It, it, and this, yeah, this was with the, the death of Valtteri Bottas. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, we're, we're not well, at the death of Valtteri yet. But... Not quite yet. But, yeah, uh, they, but they, that's, they, that's what comes next, is the, the <laughs> former... The four, so we get the, we get the Sonoda safety car and it's not, it's not a virtual safety car. It's like, it's a legit safety car. So it's bunching the field up. Actual so, virtual safety car. So now you've got Verstappen fucking starting to chew up the ass of, of, uh, of, How did he uh, get out of the league George. By the way, up, up until I think it was pit point, strategy. So, yeah. so yeah, here, here's the deal. Up until this point, Mercedes actually pulls off a strategy kind of masterclass, uh, but it, it's very shaky where they think that they can get away with a one-stopper at Zandvoort. Yes. And nobody, and no other team thinks that they can do it. The Mercedes are doing it. They're, it's it, working. They're holding their tires. They're yep. keeping the pace up. And uh, I think Red Bull, even after the race, was like, that was like nobody thought they could pull that off. And it looked like they were... They they were close. Well, they were. If there was no safety car, it might have it might have worked out for them. That would have been pretty different. Um, Lewis is, I think, as a driver, pretty. One of his like chief skills is is tire management. He's somehow he just has the skill to like keep pace in the car, and manage his tires pretty well. So he's pretty good at tire preservation and, and doing things like that. So they. They had what was looking like a really good shot at a one stop because but. Max was on. Was he on a two stop hards at that point? Pretty uh, much everybody he, was doing a two stop. He was on mediums he was or something. Mediums. Yeah, he was on mediums, and uh, Hamilton was on newer hards, I think. Yeah. And doing pretty uh, well. No, he was, he was on newer mediums. Pretty old hards. Pretty, pretty old, old hards. hards. Well, either way. Um, yeah, I think no. Okay, so was they pitted under this? Was there two safety cars? So yes, there, there was. was. There We're was getting to the second safety BSC. car. But yeah. the the safety car kind of just when that came out because oh, was Yuki a Yoda. virtual safety car? So, uh, the uh, Valtteri was a VSC. No, oh, Valtteri yeah. was a full up safety car. Uh, other way then, yeah. Let me Valtteri let me was a, a full up safety car. Um, so let's let's just get to that. Valtteri's Alfa Romeo is coming down the start-finish straight, and the engine decides that it is uh, time to stop working. And the car just... Fu- he's driving along, and you can listen to the cockpit view, and he's just like, what? Boom, 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 boom. And he's just, he gets on there, he's like, uh, the engine's gone. And so Valtteri pulls off to the right side of the road, literally like, I don't know, what? 75 yards from the from the checkered flag like it was it was on the pit straight is not the pit straight it was on the 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 start finish straight is where he pulled yeah. off which comes into play uh, yes insofar as where he stopped so you're right so, so we got the bsc which kind of ruined mercedes one stop and then valtteri <coughs> dies there 
Yep. Which, then you got Valtteri there, which triggers a legit safety car because of he's he's in the firing line. Like, there's no way they can get his car out of the way without a full-up yeah. safety car. Fun fact about the running order right now. It's Hamilton in P1, Russell mm-hmm. in P2, Verstappen mm-hmm. in P3. Yep. Uh, and Hamilton and Russell are both on increasingly oldifying medium tires. Yes. Also, right... Right as they go to yellow flag, Valtteri's car, we get a very cheeky, very cheeky pass out of Carlos Sainz, mm-hmm. who uh, who has offended a lot of people during this race. Uh, mainly on, by a lot of people, I mean both drivers on the Alpine team. So uh, he goes screaming by Fernando. I mean, just like no, right... Right yeah. before, oh no, Esteban gets a special treat. Um, he goes <laughs> screaming past Fernando Alonso, or uh, yeah, Fernando, um, right before he gets flagged. I mean, right, but like he's barely past him. So, he's yeah, he's yeah, still technically alongside, so they were, but he's they got a racing. nose ahead. Yeah, so he, it's uh, and onboards were really dicey there. It, it actually it ended up being uh, a weird one because the commentators called it because it's down the main straight. No one's being shown a yellow yet, at least from the driver's perspective. There, the light, like flashing. So it was. Yellow. It wasn't. It wasn't the main straight. It was. It was the last turn before the main straight. But they were gunning down the main straight, and at some point during that straight, uh, he passes him. He passes him going into that last Sainz turn. Signs is, is able to get in front of, Ocon, mm-hmm. and then once he sees the yellows, lets off the gas. Which Ocon then nudges in front of him, so they're like, it's a weird situation where it looks like Carlos violated the yellow flags, but if they really wanted to be sticklers about it, Ocon may have been the one that violated the yellow yeah. flag there. And um, they, of course, you know, there's some leeway with the rules there, so they just, you know, it, it was under, and it, you know, a, they were driving an accident and just got shown the yellow. So was it even investigated? I don't even think it was investigated. No, I think no investigation necessary. I think in the uh, in the aftermath of that, and but Carlos was aware of it and got on the radio immediately and said, "Like, do I need to give the position back? Do I need to give it back?" Yeah, there was a discussion about that. Yeah, because we are in that weird era where the stewards don't tell you what to do in that situation. They just either do or don't give you a penalty for it. Because Ocon had, I want to say. Gasly? Ocon had somebody behind him, and the concern was that if Signs let off the gas to try and, like, you know, oh, do we do we do the right thing and give the position back, the concern was he dropped two places. He wouldn't go back to, you know, it wouldn't well, be I mean, a neutralizing of advantage. He would actually lose a position. So they were like, ah, just keep pushing, and it'll be what it'll be. Yeah, so um, It ends up being what it is. But and, the, um, the second driver that gets upsetified by Mr. Carlos Sainz. Well, see, what happens is, because of where Valtteri is, uh, the cars cannot proceed down the straight. Hmm. So they do a provided for in the rules, but fairly rare occurrence. Uh, Last year, too. The, the cars are led by the safety car through the pit lane. Importantly, you can pit during that period. Oh, yeah, you can. And uh, (laughs) guess how many people pit? The answer is pretty much yes. (laughs) Um, So they're going through the pit lane, and uh, 
the Ferrari mechanic says, uh, French people, very bad, do not like, and uh, just French. absolutely sends Carlos Sainz into the Alpine of one Fernando Alonso. Not like you can see him, he just knocks him. Uh, the and then I, was that also the stop where the no, uh, Ferrari mechanic not, just leaves his fucking gun oh, out? No, 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 I'm gonna talk about that, but I wanted to get through this first. Where so, so much pit lane shenanigans, so yeah. much controversy for such a tiny race, but but, but other pit lane shenanigans, more importantly. Are Should that, we uh, finish the race out before we get into conspiracy territory? No, no, no. no. Oh, let's, no, no. Let's, well, we, we, we have to address about, this to finish the race out. We were talking about oh. the Mercedes running order, and this is the Mercedes running order. So, so you have you have Lewis, you've got George, you've got Max. So it's it's pretty important because you know you've got a car in between uh, Lewis and Max's uh, spaceship from another dimension. <laughs> Which is important. Really, he brought a regular car this week. Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't do that. Um, <laughs> he brought a spaceship disguised as a regular car, and he drove it like a regular car so that he could fucking sucker punch everyone at the end. Um, and and George says, you know what? Uh, he has he has a Star Wars Sith moment where he sees his master in a moment of weakness. <laughs> And he pulls out the lightsaber and he goes, no, 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 I am the world champion. It looked like a very, very late call when they were bringing the cars in. I'm not sure exactly when the timing was because it's not always exact for when they're showing the footage to when the calls come through. But it seemed like a pretty late call on Russell's part where he goes to his team. Hey, dogs, I'd really love to pit for softs. Hey, man, remember that shiny new set of softs that haven't been touched? I would like for you to put those on the car with, like, five laps left in the race or something Please like that. Please <laughs> uh, So he ducks into the pits, and uh, because they're behind a safety car, and Max Verstappen is living inside George Russell's gearbox at this point in time, uh, Max says, oh, don't P2 simply lovely. Thank you. Oh, wow. Look at that. Uh, ha. And so now Lewis is caught flat footed with old mediums to Max's brand new ish softs and no one in between him and Max. And so, uh, yeah, Lewis was really <laughs> hoping that Russell would be his tail gunner to help the Mercedes egg out a, a win you can you can hear you can hear the faint and distant fortunate son and gunfire coming from the mercedes pit wall and gunter steiner just had or not gunter steiner toto wolf has the thousand yard stare i don't know because michael so to to finish this up they get back on track they start racing and wouldn't you know it, boy howdy, the Red Bull is faster. We, mm. we have forgotten a very important point in all of oh, this. Oh, hey, is the point? <laughs> no, that's a good point. But the other the point I was going to make was that all lapped cars were unla- allowed to unlap themselves. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's <laughs> not Just another safety car. Michael Massey's revenge from the grave. <laughs> of the grave of running Australian supercars. <laughs> so they, they get back on I'm track. sorry Kai I have to make this joke they sent him to the penal colony okay I'm sorry Kai please don't please don't please don't stop listening please <laughs> so please. please 
Please don't. Oh, God, I love super. Oh, God. Anyways. So, uh, which, by the way, Australian super trucks, awesome. But they start Street racing trucks again. Are super trucks are awesome. Uh, but they start racing again. Uh, wouldn't you know it, boy, howdy, Verstappen is faster. And makes <laughs> it's embarrassingly faster. Lewis is like, Lewis started that no, race, no, and it no, looks no, like no. some kind of Wallace and Gromit shit. It's just like. Oh, yes, well, here we go down the pit straight. I'll, I'll, I'll stop the accelerator. The, oh, heavens. Oh, goodness. Now, oh, dear. Though, even compared to, like, compared to Verstappen, sure. But he's on the wrong tires now. Yes. He did not go to soft. Yes. And uh, yes. he's upset for two whole reasons. The first Ooh, one he's being... he's big mad. Uh, George A. Roussel was given soft. Like, George Russell pits, which leaves him vulnerable with a car not in between him and Verstappen. Also... George gets put on the correct tire while Hamilton is left out to dry on the mediums. Yep. Uh, he makes this, uh, he's very diplomatic over the radio when he lets his team know how upset he is in a very British he's, and can, can, you know, he's furious. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, everybody I, in earshot know it. All right. There Look. was only eight expletives used. So. He, he lost a record breaking shot at a driver's championship win and was very diplomatic about it i mean despite at the despite end, at the end at the end you could tell he was mad and it's understandable drivers are very passionate sad. people they're competitors but, but under, he was mad here's, here's the real kicker under race conditions sure verstappen passes him you know who else passes him <laughs> just well, to well, just to well, kick well, him in the fucking balls so Russell george russell's like him. yeah fuck you bye p2 for me thanks and then Charles Leclerc ends up passing him to knock him off the podium. George says, see you on the podium or not, bitch. <laughs> so that that ends up ruining Lewis's race uh, through it and giving you blame George him? yet another podium. So this, this was, oh. in my opinion, the assassination of uh, Lewis Hamilton by the coward Toto Wolff. Because after the race, he said that... I, I told the team to take risks today, so we took the risk to murder Oof. Lewis to see if drinking his blood would make us faster. Oh, the king is dead. Long live the king. I, You know, it's sad. You know, it's funny. Uh, Georg is still yet to win a race, so uh, that day's coming soon. I mean, he's, he's putting up podiums. Yeah, oh, yeah. He is not, fun, he is not finished outside p5 this entire yeah. season which is insane so here here's the last thing that i really want to talk about during this race um let's take a go to a little you know wayne's world-ish time machine <laughs> to, uh, very early in the race um ferrari's first hit stop pop quiz pop okay. quiz how many tires does a car have <laughs> Is it, is it? Is it? Is it? Three? Two? Is it two? <laughs> no. So two, not mean? enough. <laughs> not enough. That, so it was like half the tires someone should have. What about two three, is, Nick? Is that right? Two is not is enough. Three, is so three, three right sounds good. Tires? Currently having a three battle on track is one Carlos Sainz and one Sergio Perez. They both come into the pits uh, to swap tires, and Carlos ends up getting into the pits first because he's ahead of him. When he goes into the pits, Ferrari is, and he makes a late call that he wants to pit. Ferrari says yes. He comes in. When he stops, they quickly 
take off all four of his tires like a bunch of experts and quickly apply three tires like a bunch of experts. While the right rear wheel gunner is completely confused because there's no tire next to him to put on the car. So confused that he leaves his wheel gun way out in the path of one departing. The spare, the spare wheel gun. The spare, the spare wheel gun is left out in the path of Sergio Perez leaving the Red Bull pit, which is nutted up right to the Ferrari pit. Ends up front tire knocking the spare wheel gun and rear tire smushing it onto the ground as he departs. Where a few <sighs> seconds later... Someone drops their espresso cup and runs out of the Ferrari garage with a brand new fourth tire for the Ferrari. Where there's, they there's, the, and he leaves. there's a very classic comical Italian moment where there's at least two dudes running around with their hands in the air, waving at each other uh, very frantically. I will say for a tire that is not in fact there. <laughs> my, my favorite part of all of it is later when uh, Crofty or Brundle go over and they're like, and now we're speaking to Mattia Binotto. What can you tell us about that pit stop? And he goes, yeah, it was a mess. He's given up. He's like, yep, this is a shit show. I, it's just, a, it's oh, a joke. It's so just a fucking joke now. Ferrari is, they cannot have a race now, it appears without doing something stupid from the pit or pit wall to give them the clown music for that Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. They just, it's their brand. <laughs> oh, it's just kind of like, they got to market that at this point. <laughs> it just seems to be the postmodern clown of Mattia Bonotto's circus. Ah, oh, man. Welcome to Mr. Bonotto's <laughs> wacky world. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, that kind of, does anybody else have anything interesting to talk about during this race? I think that was probably uh, post race note. Um, well, uh, let's before the post race yeah. note. Let's go through the uh, the standings in the race, yeah. and then we can I'd... catch up from last week to do our like the actual standings of the drivers because they're pretty interesting. I just I just want to point out that, uh, that this is why I found it so funny that their their bus fucking caught fire on the way to Monza because it's like, ah, the oh no, the tire. Uh, we put a, a three. Oh no, four. And then it's like, so, bus on fire. Like, I mean, God, fucking Jesus. God, it's what a Get Ferrari it together. It's, it's, oh it's, my it's God. Yeah. To go over the results from first to worst in this race, we got Max Verstappen taking it, George Russell right behind him, Charles Leclerc grabbing P3, um, the Ferraris were not as fast as we expected them to be here at Zandvoort. Uh, Lewis Hamilton in the two sad pandas in a row for him. Uh, he's in wolf. P4, followed Fucking by Sergio wolf. Perez. Best of the rest, I think, again, is Fernando Alonso in P6, oh, yeah. followed by Lando, Easily. Carlos Esteban, Easily. and Lance wrapping up the top 10. Then we got Pierre Gasly, Albon, Mick Schumacher in 13th. Sebastian, his adopted father behind him in 14th, and then Kevin Magnuson, he's in a hot sandwich in 15th. Joe Guan Yu, <laughs> Danny Rick, and Nicholas Latifi wrapping up the finishers with Valtteri and Yuki bringing up DNFs. At least, to... at least this time Latifi didn't murder Valtteri on his birthday, but still. That's two DNFs in a row for Valtteri. That sucks. Yeah, 
God, it's, it's, it's been the season. It's it's been like the middle and latter half of the season oh, for Valtteri. Man, man. it's been Valtteri. I, I know that you're listening and you're a fan. Hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. It's gonna be <laughs> so. Let, let's do the driver standings and the teams real quick for the drivers' championship. Max Verstappen extends his. He's extendoing his lead to 310, yeah. which is maximum lead extension. 109 points ahead of, and this is interesting. Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez, who are tied right huh. now in points. Sergio is behind Charles because Charles has a bit better results on his side to propel him up to P2. But Sergio is in P3, followed closely by George Russell in P4 with 188. Yep. Signs behind them with 175 and Lewis with 158. Then we kind of drop off a cliff to Lando who's currently best of the other rest with 82 points to his name. Ocon behind him with 66, Alonso with 59, Botas 46, Magnuson 22, Seb has 20, Danny Rick has 19 right behind him, Pierre 18 right behind him. Here comes the Schuster with 12 whole points to his name, Yuki up his butt with 11, Zhou Guan Yu in P17 with 5, Lance Stroll in 18th with another 5, so they're tied for points. Alex Albon right there with four. And then hang on. how many? Hang on. How, let me guess. He's he's got three points. Nick, no, they're tied. They're tied for 19th, right? Yeah, Nicholas Latifi he, with, uh, a, I mean, depending on how you math it, an infinite amount of points with zero. Oh, OK. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. Infinite yep, points. And, that's uh, but he, but he hard to beat, Nick. With good Nico job, buddy. Hulkenberg, who also has not scored points this season as the driver that participated in like two races. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm actually pretty pretty plussed with uh, one Esteban Ocon. Um, oh yeah. Seeing seeing him come up into eighth place because I know Alpine didn't have necessarily like a stellar year last year. <clears throat> um, I was like, I was super fucking hyped watching him and Alonso uh, clean it up at the Hungara Ring last year. Like that was so fucking cool. I, I would have to say 2019 Hungaro Ring is probably my favorite race so far mm. that I've seen since I started watching. Um, and I'm, I think it's really cool to see. I know there's been some contention between Fernando and Esteban this year, but they're, I think they're both phenomenal drivers. I like seeing Alpine up in the mix. Like it's, it's good. It's cool. It's, it's really nice to see. So let's let's do the teams. We have with eight races to go. These are what the team standings look like. Red Bull running away with it with 511. <sighs> Ferrari behind them with 376, keeping Mercedes at bay, who is on still they rise at 346. Falling off a bit then to Alpine as current best of the rest with 125. McLaren trying to battle them with 101. Then another drop off to Alfa Romeo in P6 with 51 points. Haas uh, is in P7 with 34, Alpha Tauri with 29. I think that's a threat for Haas right now. And Aston Martin with 25. So the fight for P7 is going to be pretty crazy. <coughs> Williams has all four of Albon's points to their name. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so the, the next race is the Pasta Grand Prix of Alfredo. <laughs> oh, Christ. Monza uh, is probably here's why I like Monza. 
Monza comes in at the end of driver negotiation, right? Like towards the end, middle-ish, yeah. I don't know, middle end. And, and it is like the silly track to cap the silly season. You know what it's, I mean? It's, it's the temple of speed, baby. And it, that track, and like, turn one is a nightmare, and then it just gets super fast. Every time I have watched Monza since I started watching F1, something bonkers has happened. Someone beaches their car on another car. The brakes fly off, and their pit wall tells them to stop the car, despite the fact that the car has no brakes. It's always Ferrari. something bonkers. Like, so I am done. That so excited. That race they did at Mugello, though, the one time they tried it out there, they had uh, a huge well, that like, was good. Oh, God. pile up on the, the, the straight. God. Dude, I, I, this is, this is the redneck. Here, here it comes. Here's the, here's the Appalachian in me. Um, I, I want them to go back to Mugello because I like to see the explosion. Demolition Derby. Why don't they Nick, put jumps on the street? Nick, li- Nick like explodey car. Explodey car fun. But Monza is usually a really good one. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Ferrari has decided that yellow is their color now, not red for their like livery. For, for this race, for this one race, they said yeah. yellow is a good color. Really confused yeah. by that, but you know, well, I was just Ferrari like, also okay, does uh, this thing know. where every year is another notable anniversary. Like last year was their hundredth anniversary. This year is their seventy fifth anniversary. Before that was their hundred and fiftieth anniversary. Like they're the Benjamin Button of teams, or they just can't count. I don't. <laughs> it's always some anniversary of God. something at Ferrari. It's really weird, but I think they're on their 75th anniversary of like someone having the first espresso with milk in it at the Ferrari factory. So <laughs> I don't. Oh dear. It's, but they're doing it. Um, so they have a special livery coming out for this race. Um, I I'm really looking forward to seeing how Mercedes does. I. I think this is pushing Lewis Hamilton the current way that things are going. Unless something significant happens with him before the end of the year, he's getting shoved one step closer into Total Wolf's super retirement party for him. Hey, uh, so they can bring someone else. <laughs> uh, and then I mean, he had uh, Toto had his adopted son Nick DeVries sitting with him the it entire was so, time. Oh, that was so creepy when he dude. That's Toto. that's been a couple. That's been a couple <laughs> but, races now. But I think it was in qualifying where Toto's sitting there at his like battle station at the back of the Mercedes garage and he has his sweater just tied around his neck with like that. And next to him is mini me Nick DeVries with the same tie on his sweater <laughs> hanging off, like mugging the same way. I'm not sure if he was doing it for the cameras or not, but it was so uh, He was just sitting there and he looks so awkward. He's just like, ah, I'm here. Ah, my name is Nick DeVries. Ah. <laughs> Top oh, kick. God. So yeah, whenever whenever something bad happens to to George or uh, or Lewis, he just looks over at Nick and just has a disappointed look on his face and goes back to staring at his screen. <laughs> oh, it, it'll oh, be um, boy. like stories that storylines that I'm following is I want to see if Valtteri is able to get his groove back by having a car that works underneath him until before it becomes an Audi or he gets sent to the pasture. Or, or Maybe, maybe a uh, hot take from Boba. If Valtteri can figure out how to last into the Audi era, we might see a potential world champion in I, that Valtteri Bottas. You're, you're looking way too into the Hot take, hot take. 
Valtteri is going to be like 86 years old by the time Audi takes the grid, so I'm not sure about that. In, 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 in like four years or less? It's going to be, so 26 is when the new engine regs come out. That's probably when they're going to throw their first power unit into the game. What yeah, probably, but say, say that one more time. What year? 2026. So, uh, uh. Alfa Romeo is done with Sauber. Uh, at the end it's, of like it's not officially yet, but it's like a big open secret that Audi's just going to take that, and it's going to be the Sauber Audi team now instead of the Sauber Alfa Romeo team. Uh, as Boba said last podcast, they're taking they're looking to take a more than fifty percent stakes so that they are the head honchos of that program, uh, which they like they unveiled all their stuff about that the same day that Red Bull told Porsche to go fly a kite, which is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out long, long term. But right now, can Valtteri get his groove back? Uh, will Seb continue his uh, kind of situation? Um, but will McLaren's kind of on the fall. Like Lando's back must really hurt because he is carrying that team right now in that car. Uh, unfortunately, in front of him are two good drivers in Ocon and Alonso. And Alonso may be able to in his final year there. Uh, work with Ocon, if he can, to pull that team into P4, which would be a huge coup on their part. Um, And then does, like, the battle between Sergio and Carlos is super tight, and I don't know how that's going to play out because Ferrari keeps throwing Carlos into the dumpster. Uh, And then you have... (laughs) I mean, it's not any different. It's it's not any different for Charles. I mean, is Mercedes Mm, going to... Be able to pull a coup on Ferrari and just become, even though their car was not nearly as good early on in the year, can, can they pull a reverse reverse and get enough points to overtake them for P2 and the constructors? That would be that would, nuts. That'd be very painful for Ferrari. It would be, oh, dude, I don't think they yeah, can let that happen. You made the best car to start the year off of any car because, yeah, the Red Bull was as fast, but it also was fragile. And then yeah. Red Bull dialed their stuff in, and you guys just... You you got the drivers, you got the car, you got the engineers, I would imagine. You just can't get the hand to talk to the foot and do the the right thing. Do the do, the the thing. Right quick, right quick. Alfa Romeo's partnership officially ends 2023, and they have confirmed they are not renewing it past that date. So okay, so they're going to be Alfa Romeo next year, and then 24, they're probably going to be Audi. Probably. Hmm. Let's see. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see if Audi puts together a 2024-2025 engine uh, package or if it's going to still be uh, Ferrari engines for those two years. But at the same point, if Valtteri can make it those two years, because he's got a multi-year deal already with 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 uh, that was his. That was his big thing about going to another team. Is he needed a multi-year deal? Well, I mean, contracts can be broken. For this a is price. true. But who has Alfa Romeo got? Well, there's also point? a lot there's of young. Sovereign. There's a lot of young talent out there in the lower series that are looking to move their way up. And as we've seen, I mean, Vettel before he decided to go and be a Family Guy uh, was pulling off some good stuff in that crap box of a car that they call an Alfa or an Alfa Romeo uh, Aston Martin and then (laughs) Alonzo as the oldest man still living on this planet is pulling out some really stellar results in that French car Mm. Lord Eyebrows the Minister of Defense yeah but but having said that 
the young bucks are starting to punch up, and the, something's got to make who, way. Who is it? Who on the track right now is actually punching above their weight? I mean, George Russell has been grooming. Russell's for been years. consistently punching above his weight. I think yep. Ocon is doing an awesome job. Uh, with he, he's potentially yep. team leadership material in, yeah. in, in the wake of I, the exit. I think I think Gasly has also been plagued with problems uh, on Alpha Tower side yeah. with that car. So I think he'd be doing a hell of a lot better right now if they just had a sta- more stable platform beneath him. So it's yep. going to be interesting if he moves to see that move up. Um, Which is not Lando. a thing we'll get into. Lando, Lando, yeah. Lando is probably the star of that group right now since uh, Charles moved up. Like yeah. Lando say... is doing really amazing. Like, I'm not saying this just to get him to stop me from yeah. coming on here, but he is uh, consistently <laughs> outperforming the car that he has been put in. Yeah, I, uh, but I'd I, say all those people have a consistent seat. Who, yeah. who, who does that leave? Uh, uh, well, there's, Mick Schumacher. But sure. that's the whole thing is you can rotate people in. That's why they're looking at. Uh, that's why Piastri's coming in right now. That's why they're yep. looking at Colton Herta for some reason to come in there. Um, I really, I really still think that Colton Herta is an outside shot. I really oh, think absolutely. he is. I, I think Colton, Colton Herta thinks he's an outside shot. So. I, I, yeah. I, Colton Herta on Motorsport.com going. I'm really surprised they want me right now. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> shocking, but okay, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, the like there are there are other drivers that are, I think, making their way to. Like, they should they should be given a shot in the sport. Oh, uh, I don't like, disagree with that we, at we all. Got, yeah. We got Vettel moving right. out. We got Hamilton probably moving out at some point, um, especially with the way that he looks right now in his prior to 2026. Career. I'd say yeah, probably. Uh, there's probably a couple more drivers on the grid that are going to end up rotating out. Like Danny's probably, he'll be put into a, a, a seat, uh, I would imagine, but it's probably going to be for a one-year deal if he does. Otherwise, he's going to be put into a test driver. Maybe a one plus one. Uh, fun fact, um, it looks like it, there's a rumor going around now that Danny may in fact have a seat at Mercedes as the reserve driver. Potentially, really, that would be a strange one from there. I mean, I, I kind of I really see it, so. but at the same point, it's it is strange. I mean, they got I, they got their future where they've. I feel like they've definitely coronated Russell during the season to be like, yes. "You mm-hmm. are our future." Like, children are the future. Yeah, right. as a reserve driver, though, as as your development guy slash reserve driver, I don't think you can do too bad with Danny Rick. I think well, you can do far worse. I think Danny no, Rick's oh yeah, for sure. That he, I don't know because I think Danny Rick's proven with the car changes that he he is extremely good with a particular kind of style of car. But I don't think like I don't think Danny's a technical driver. I think he's a field driver and he has one car type that if he can feel it, he can pull off some amazing things with it. But the yeah. two cars that he's been after the Red Bull have not shared its qualities and he hasn't been able to adapt to them to yeah. pull that like hundred and five percent out of it that he was able to do with the Red Bull chassis. Um, I I think very much that, you know, people's skill at the, at the, at the wheel of the car is very much, you know, kind of like your interview for, for the driver negotiation. And, um, I think that Danny has not really shown much of an argument to anyone shopping around for a new driver that he should be in a, 
yep. in a different car. You I, know? I think if, if you move him to Alpha Tauri, if you move him to Red Bull, which will never happen, I think yeah. he'd perform well again. If you move him to a car that suits the way that he drives, and I don't think the Mercedes does that. I, I think maybe the closest car to that might be the Ferrari at this point, which is weird. But they're never going to get rid him. of Carlos. They're not getting rid of Carlos. They're not getting rid no. of Char- uh, Charles. He might be able to go to a Ferrari powered Ferrari imitation. But yeah, that's not about the engine. That's about the chassis and the arrow. And yeah, I, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see him. Yeah. I, I wouldn't see him being a great hire as a development driver for a team with his, yeah. how he does cars. Well, that's his, that's his downfall. Driver. And I think in the right machine, he is a world beater on his day. But I mm-hmm. don't think you'd want him back there crunching numbers. I don't think he's yeah. a number crunching kind of driver. Like well, George that's... Russell is the exact opposite. George Russell is is an adding machine that can drive. So I think the, he's the, the perfect kind of guy for that job. I think Lewis yeah. is probably a similar way. The problem that I see with Danny Rick is he has he's in this weird like schmedium pants phase where he's he's far too good on the track to be a development driver but he's he's having a rough patch right now and he's having difficulty proving to to other teams that hey I can adapt to a new car and you should hire me. Here's mm-hmm. here's my hot take. Uh we've already had one driver do it. Danny Rick is most popular in the US. Come to Indy. Yeah. Uh, I, you know uh, did I mention last podcast? I don't I don't know if I mentioned last last time during the podcast or in the bullshit session afterwards, but I saw a rumor floating around somewhere. It might've been on motorsport that a, a, a float to a McLaren owned indie team was possibly in yeah, the cards. Yeah, like Arrows SP, especially for, since for uh, I, I think Colton's on that team. So if for whatever reason, they helmet Marco is able to bribe the FIA enough to get him in there, which for yeah. what it's worth, <laughs> my, my take on that is, do I want to see an American in the sport? Yeah. Do I yes. want to see that American undermine the point system? No. no. So I don't think Colton is a good hire right now. No, I, I, I think a transfer of um, of him out of IndyCar into one of the Formula Feeder series is, even if it's a step down to for him, like, hey, man, look, like, this is... This is for me. You got to get on the yeah. You got to one way or another. You got to get on the super license level. You got to get the the trouble with that is like, are the super license points doled out fairly? Like, not really. But if you give him special dispensation to join the sport with eight below what they need at forty, yeah. Then every other driver in F two, F three, Super Formula, IndyCar, they're going to petition for the same thing because now you just set that weird precedent to do it. So if they're smart about it, like. Yeah, it means we maybe delay getting an American on the grid unless that other driver moves up. Uh, but I think it's the right thing to do. I, I got to start following F two a little more closely because, um, as far as I know, Logan Sargent is still on track to get his what is it forty points? Yeah, you need forty points to get yeah. an F one super license. Uh, I think he's um, I think he's still on track. Uh, so you know, there's there's hope there, uh, and I I feel the same way. Honestly, I, I would I would like to see an American, and if if I really got my got my druthers, it'd be uh, an American on Haas. Uh, yeah, but you know if, if that would be worth it. Even if you got if you got to wait, you got to wait. You know, Dude, Boba Boba is in. He's in like the depressive state of God, the, like the states of uh, dealing with a tragedy at, look, right now. 
Mr. Yeah. Haas, I know you listen to the podcast. I know you're a huge fan. You got to send Boba a hat. He's flagging. He's he's. Dude, you know what? You're I losing see him. Boba enter you're the losing him. Stage next podcast because I am also a Haas fan. I've gone through these stages before because I've been watching the sport a little longer. And boy, howdy, they stink on ice when I was rooting for them. Look, so, Mr. Haas, uh, please, please don't pay attention to anything that these men say. I drive a Haas brand car. That's and not a true. Haas. Haas brand car with with Haas brand trim package. All he did is put some like. Please send us all a hat. But Boba put some like casters on one of the Haas CNC machines and just rides it downhill. And he's like, "This is my car." I'm faster. I'm K Mag. I'm better than K Mag. I'm better than Nick. Can be, but less than eight seconds. Pit me, but in ten more laps. When it makes sense, oh boy! No, it's fine because Colberto met Mr. Haas and and really <laughs> s- spoke intelligently and impressed him. He you, was you know really what? floored. We, You've we, got we can, a very professional relationship from asking him very intelligent, not dumb we, we and insulting can talk questions. About that at another time. <laughs> oh boy! No, for real. Um. That would be that would be cool to have an American on an American team, and and then they win at America. And if that happens, I will be able to die a happy human. Dude, I I we would I I descend to a higher plane. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it'd be it'd be a rager at Casa de Nick for sure. Um, you think like Boba hasn't shilled out yet in the same way that some of us Nick has uh, so far. Whoa. But boy, if Haas gets you know Captain America to drive their car and they secure a race win, Boba's going to be dressed head to toe in everything that could be possibly branded with that team's apparel. So, there you Gene, go. if you're listening and you want to make an extra like thousand dollars off of one man suffering, it's got to put. A, like a factor of a thousand more than that into getting a win with an American driver on the Haas team. Also, also, Gene, um, talk to your friends at High Noon and tell them how much we love their sun sips. Brought to you by High Noon, please sponsor. ladies and gentlemen. Definitely, every second, every second listener, you know who you are. I've, I've, look, it's not going to cost you any money. All you have to do is be like, High Noon, here's a podcast. We, we don't, don't like even them. really need money. Just, just say it. Just say it. Just be like, these people suck, but they like high noons. So there you go. It's fair. It's good enough. I don't care. Dude, just, you know, I don't, we don't need anything. Just, just let us say sponsored by high noon. So really, honestly, it's legally all you I just, want to you be could able give to say. Us, you, could, you could give us like four whole high noons. They could be like the worst flavor. So weird sidebar. Yeah. Weird people may be like, "Why are you doing this?" Weird sidebar. When I was uh, <clears throat> when I was in my twenties, um, I decided to uh, just take go out on a fucking limb, have an adventure. Uh, I went out to a bar with some friends, and there was a uh, traveling freak show, and like they did all the typical circus sideshow bullshit. Um, Cutthroat Freak Show is the name of the show. They're really, really good. You should check them out. Uh, but they they were like, hey, our driver um, has a spinal infection and is in the hospital, and like we don't have a way to get to the rest of our shows. 
And so me being drunk and stupid and young, I was like, you know, I'll do it. Yay. So uh, you may think this is unrelated, but they they um, they used. So like the blockhead bit is where you take a thing and you jam it in your sinus cavity and then you pull it back out. And you're, ah, it's blockhead. Ah. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> they they had they used like, you know, they weren't like a big time show. So you, you can't just jam a Lego into your sinus cavity, raw dogging it. You got to you got to do yeah. something. So, yeah, bro. Um, so they spit on it. And the, and the joke was how much lube is too much lube. And then the crowd was supposed to say never enough lube. I shit you not. They ended that joke with one of these days we're going to get sponsored by KY. <laughs> no, no. I kid you not. I fucking kid you not. And this this freak show, Cutthroat Freak Show, is a, a dude and his wife. They're fucking hilarious. They're awesome. And I kid you not, they actually got a no shit paid sponsorship from KY. No, you got to you just you just got to keep rattling the cage, man. Be like, hey man, you like this dumb shit because it's powered by High Noon. Try some High Noons. They're fucking delicious. You'll like them. I promise. Or your money back. The, that there's no money. In I will give so you your money back. I can't give like you any money news. back. That's I, I can't will. look. If you don't like high noons, give me the high noons I, you don't want, and I'll take them. And I'll send, give you the money. Mail them to Boba. I'll take and, them, and he will mail you his filthy lint-covered pocket money in exchange. <laughs> there's going to be at least a dollar news. in there. He will repay you with Mostly his dip-filled Modelo bottles. Their collector edition. You can put stickers on them of your favorite F1 team. You've heard of Gamer Girl Bathwater. You haven't heard of Podcaster Dip Modelo. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I will not sell you those. Those are mine. (laughs) Don't ever. We're not selling that. That's That's not going to happen. That's good. No, no. The the Arab exclusivity. So if someone does get. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, All right. Well, oh, Jesus. I had to break into his house to get it. It's great. No. Oh, I hate this. Why have you done this to me? You started I did. You laid it up. I just brought it home. Fuck. I, I did. I did fuck this up. All right. Anyways, it's time for us to do the thing where we sign off on the podcast. Byrats.com. End of podcast. Yeah. Byrats. Fuck Aki. Fuck. Fuck Aki Rats.com. Exe. Dot org. Dot gov. Anyway, that's the thing. I. High noons. Thank you again for tuning in to a very midfield podcast. Currently, this project is brought to you by nobody, really. Just us. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We really appreciate you listening into this passion project. Just having you here is a huge help. We really hope you enjoyed it. In fact, we hope you enjoyed it so much that you want to talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. If you want any question answered, hate something we said, or just want to say hi or shitpost at us, feel free to drop us a line. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash averymidfieldpc. We host our podcast through Anchor FM, and you can leave us a line there. The website is anchor.fm forward slash midfield dash podcast. If that's not your speed, then feel free to email us at verymidfieldpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you'll join us again next time. You're giving that tuggy, man. Didn't pay attention to the back end. Unreal. Wow.
They're giving him that tuggy, man. Didn't pay attention to the back end. Unreal. Wow. They're giving him that tuggy, man. Didn't pay attention to the back end. Unreal. Wow.